Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bearer of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day. Get into the Illuminati Cause we wanna get invited to the coolest parties By subtly communicating hidden symbology Soon we'll be part of a secret society Hollywood will open up its doors for us We'll meet the inner circle of executives We'll give a guy rusty in a warm jacuzzi And the guy will put us in a Disney movie Then they'll play a music on MTV We'll be given designer clothes for free And we can drive everywhere DUI Cause we'll be under the protection of the all-seeing eye And we'll never have to worry about bills again Cause the Rockefeller family will be our best friends We'll fuck a squirrel and think and triangle, triangle, I, I, pyramid. You can be rich and famous too. I love the establishment. Yay! We want to get into the Illuminati and we want to hang out with Jay Z and Beyonce. We want to sell our souls in a billion records and bow before our reptilian overlords. Then the enlightened few will bring us into the fold where we'll be told secrets of old, like why the CIA killed JFK and why on earth the moon landing was fake. Being Illuminati will be so much fun. We'll get a million followers on Instagram We'll have the whole white world in our hearts The Rothschilds will take us to Bohemian Grove Where it's likely that we'll both be murdered and claimed Let's manipulate the economy ah. War is good for humanity We'll be given the keys to unlock the Bible And we'll become Lucifer's loyal disciples We'll pray to Baphomet and the princes of hell We'll bathe in pig's blood and cut ourselves under the blood moon, beneath Saturn's radiant energy, before the Dark Lord Lucifer himself, I invoke the four crown princes of hell, inviting the forces of darkness to bestow their knowledge and power upon me. I, your faithful servant, promise to hide triangles and things, perform at the Grammys and tell people the earth is round. From this day forth, I'll do whatever it takes to form globalism, multinational corporations, the establishment, and the military-industrial complex. I love fracking, it's the best. Let's go for some pizza. What flavor? Kitty flavor. We're gonna get assassinated for making this video. More like initiated. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Josh. That's Vince Tagliavia. That was some Illuminati satire, changing it up a little bit with the songs that we play on here. No idea who did that. Uh, Madam uh, um, Punisher is the one that published that on Twitter today, and I thought it Hilarious. was kind of comical and satirical, so I wanted to play that. But uh, yeah, it's kind of it's a dark satirical truth oriented thing where yeah. you have these people in Hollywood and in, in places of, of great wealth who want to be a part of this globalist team who want to be a part of the satanic cabal. They want to have a seat to rule the world. And uh, unfortunately, as we know, they're not going to win and there's no way they can win. And this, this is the beauty, beauty of it. I mean, if you listen to our interview today, uh, my, my and David Whitehead's with uh, David, David Ike. He laid it out very nice and pretty, and I absolutely love the way he did that. So when we're looking at what's happening in the world today, we see a point of vulnerability. And this is something that I've talked about for years, is that both sides have to come to a, a point of vulnerability before anything actually begins to change. And we're coming to that point of vulnerability right now because we can see it within the insecurity of the system. And that's what David Icke talked about is the insecurity of the system. So I'm going to talk about that, the plan for America tonight. What is the plan for America? What do we mean by that? What can we uh, extrapolate from that idea? We'll talk a little bit about that tonight. We'll cover the news. <clears throat> if you're new here, this is the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. No, we're not Illuminati wannabes. That was just satirical uh comedy just song okay uh but anyways 
what we do here is we expose the unfolding global conspiracy of the undermining of the United States Constitution, the infiltration of all of our various social public domains, um, and the takedown of our infrastructure and hijacking of our supply chain and the movement towards global economic collapse and World War III. And today, more than ever, are we closer and closer. <laughs> I look like Alfalfa. Uh, hey! <laughs> Every day we get closer and closer to that point specifically. And we can see that today kind of with what, <laughs> why does everybody care about my hair? Jesus. Do I need to put a hat on? Here. Get everybody to stop talking about it. There. Perfect. Perfect hat for a perfect <laughs> equation. <laughs> but right now we are in dire straits. But here's yeah. the thing is, is I'm going to start. I'm going to start. Oh, yeah. I love this hat. This is my favorite. One of my favorite hats. My, my other favorite hat is actually this one right here. There you go. Oh, hell yeah. Nathaniel's Barbershop. I, I like that hat. It's a good one. Shout out to Nathaniel's Barbershop. All right. Now, when we think about a plan for America, you know, there's a lot of things coming down the loop here. And one of the points I'd like to stress is that the censorship, the persecution, the local governments and state governments, the governors, coming out on these tyrannical uh, tyrants going out there trying to change laws like the New Mexico governor. This is being done because they are afraid of you. They're desperate. I, I need people to understand that. They are doing this because they are insecure. They don't have all the power. They they don't know what you're doing in the middle of the night. They They, they, they don't have a plan of what happens next. They have a plan of how it unfolds. They know the next steps that they need to take. But in order for that to happen, the system around them has to be in compliance. And this is what David Icke says, is that we need to stop acquiescing our power, our authority, our control. We need to stand yeah. up and say no. And yeah. this is the beautiful thing, because people are saying no now. Go ahead. Heck yeah. Um People do need to stand up. I mean, it, it puts a monkey wrench in the entire plan for them, and they have to readjust, and they become even more vulnerable. They make mistakes, and that's what we've been seeing the last few years. And, uh, yeah, it could be the end of the so-called deep state because of it. Well, yeah. And, well, the deep state is a problem because it's there's no longer a singular entity I would call the deep state, but instead a collaboration of government, local, state, and federal government politicians who are all working together towards one kind of progressive agenda. And that would be Agenda 2030, globalism, Agenda 2050, and this new world that they want to usher in. Yeah, it's a giant web of corruption. It is, it is. And one thing that I've talked about is you have to watch out for people in this movement. Yeah. What did we see today? Did you, did I you don't know. Today? So much. What, what? MAGA lawyer Lynn Wood is cooperating oh, yeah. with Georgia in the case against Trump. Yep. General Flynn came out and said he wasn't surprised. Wasn't surprised. He's going to protect his own ass, going to save himself. I hope that his telegram just starts to go down so here's the thing and and i have no patience for people like this mm -hmm. <clears throat> if you're american you're american if you're a patriot you're a patriot if you love the constitution you love the constitution i got home from picking up my kids today and my neighbor's like josh he's he's in his 80s he's like josh how you been i'm like how you been he goes shitty and i'm like oh i'll be over in a second went over here and talked to him and uh Good dude, really good dude. Just wholesome American, right? But that guy would give his life for this country. That guy would lay it all down to save this country, to make sure that his grandchildren's grandchildren that he will never meet can live with the same amount of freedom that he had. And see, to me, that's that's American. That that's what makes us different from all these other countries. That's what makes us different from from all the other societies on this planet is that we have something that's so true and pure and maybe we got it by mistake. Maybe we got it because the founding fathers fought for it. Maybe there was something more going on there. I don't know. Well, I do know. And that's a conversation for a different day. But at the end of the day, when we look at what we have 
in the sense of potential for the United States of America with the United States Constitution, with the contract against the government securing our rights where they cannot infringe upon that. That is something miraculous this day and age. And it's something that we need to hold on to and we need to fight for and we need to work for. And when people step up and they rather take that pathway towards money and power over the protection and the defense of freedoms and individual liberty, that's where the problems begin to arise with me. And that's when I look at these people and I start saying, we have all these things going on in the world. We, we can sit here and we can pearl string all this stuff together and provide the narrative for people to see what's happening so that they're well prepared for it. They can go on, on social media. They can spread the news and inform more people because the more people who are informed with how this playbook is played out, then the less effect that those tactics will have. That's the important True. thing right now. That is, that is the key right now. But instead, we got these people bickering. Oh my God, General Flynn. Oh my God. Oh my God, Lauren Boebert. Yeah, Fetterman's a clone. Who gives a shit? Who who gives it? Yeah, Fetterman's a clone. Joe Biden's not real. But what difference does it make? If, if Joe Biden's an alien, a clone, what difference does it make? The problem's still the same. The agenda yeah. still moves forward. Criminal clone. Arrest that clone. Exactly yeah. right. I saw, I don't know if you saw this, somebody in the truth movement uh, per se, was wearing a hat. And I don't know if they're marketing this or what, but it was just a plain black hat and it said no right on the front of it. And I'm like, I might have to make a no hat because when people say, hey, excuse me, sir, will you do something you definitely aren't going to do? I go like this. No. No. N-O. Don't even have to say it. Just go like this. Maybe on the shirt. I love it. We need to say no. Yeah. To any, anything that's to everything unjust. yet. Wrong, exactly. Immoral, scammy. You know, one thing my neighbor was telling me it was uh, during the riots out here in Minnesota, when mm -hmm. they were out in Minneapolis, um, there was threats of Antifa coming out to uh, this area. So Delano, Buffalo, Mayor, because it's really conservative. And I didn't know this because it wasn't on the news. But the town of Mayor, the city of Mayor, which is about six thousand people. Put together a fucking militia. Wow. Armed up, put together a militia. The cops didn't interfere. Mm -hmm. And they went on the roads waiting. They, they secured their city. Mm -hmm. That's where I want to live in America. That is America. When, when you know a threat's coming down the road. All right, honey. Yeah. Be back in a few days. Put on my vest. Put on my tack gear. Exactly. Put on, grab my rifle. Grab my pistol. I would, love that. I would love that in my community too, because with this invasion that we have going on in our country, we might need to protect our communities one day and we can't unless everybody comes together to do so. And if everybody, and it's not going to be a war, it's not going to be bloodshed left and right. As soon as people band together, they start doing checkpoints. They start taking hold of their communities and protecting them. It's not going to happen folks. Nothing's going to happen. They're going to just be like, Oh man, they're, Look at them. They're armed to the teeth. We better go to a different community that's more vulnerable. I don't know. Everybody has a plan till they get punched in the nose. Yeah. And, you know, here's the thing is the deep state, the cabal right now, the globalists, they're getting punched in the nose and their plan is crumbling. Now, you had Attorney General Garland who testified in front of uh, Congress today, House Republicans. Listen to this. This is absolutely epic. She absolutely nails this. I want you guys to listen. We're only going to listen to a little bit of it. It's five minutes long. But you this is uh, a very moving statement about your grandparents coming here. Let's listen to this. Uh, from Belarus to live in the country without fear of prosecution. I grew up in very similar country, Ukraine now. And when I came here as a young person, I believed in the value as an American, not to be afraid of my government. But I wanted to tell you, and I want to share with you and get your thoughts on that. Are you aware that a lot of Americans are now uh, afraid of being prosecuted by your department? Are you aware about that? Are you aware of that? I'm just saying, are you aware or not? Uh, 
I think that uh, constant attacks on the department and saying no, it's that not attacks. Well, let me let me give you an example. I don't know. We talk what... about January 6. People. I'm sorry. Here, there, there are some people came on January 6. There are probably were some people that came on January 6 here, you know, that had bad intent. But a lot of good Americans from my district came here because they are sick and tired of this government not serving them. They came with strollers and the kids, and there was chaotic situation because the proper security wasn't provided. That's a question that was answered really why. Why we debated for 45 minutes on the floor and didn't stop the debate after the people broke in into the Capitol. But these people came, they were throwing the smoke bombs into the crowd with strollers with kids. People were showed up, you know, FBI agent to people's houses. You had in my district, in my town, FBI phone numbers all over the district. Please call. Call that. People are truly afraid. I just want to make sure if you're not aware that you are. And this is a big problem when people are afraid of their own government. And I'll show you some other things. We're talking about justice system. I don't question. You're probably not a bad person. I don't know you. But, well, I'll tell you, you're in charge of the department. And people right now feel, you know, I look at Durham report and I call on the FISA violations of queries of millions of Americans, right? It's like KGB, but when I read Durham reports, we have this, you have a nice, you know, playbook. First, let's have a special counsel, and then you don't have to answer any questions here. Then, let's extend slow work investigation on Hillary Clinton, on Hunter, everything is slow work. We were very quick on Donald Trump, but you were very slow work. Then, by the time, you know, that investigation and its statute of limitation expired, and all of your agents need to be tested for amnesia. No one recalls anything. Okay, you probably should have as part of your hiring policy. So no one held accountable, which was egregious what happened, you know, in that report. When I read about them, I can't believe it happened in the United States of America. This is my frustration. I'll be honest with you. Then... It's very interesting, you know, regardless what it is, even people in Obama administration raise concerns. You know, how can President Sanz be serving on, you know, corrupt Ukrainian oligarchs? Do you understand that it actually can undermine the one Ukrainian effort and policy? I think these concerns were raised. The Obama administration didn't do anything about it. These people are dying right now, and Americans don't trust this president. So you, I want to ask you one thing. You know, as you, you know, I don't need answer because I know you're not going to, but I think you're probably a good American and you care. And a lot of these people are so afraid they cover up this stuff, I think, in your department because they're embarrassed that what we became as a country to say that what our Department of Justice became. That allows Russians to do propaganda in Chinese. It allows them to destabilize our country. That is danger to our republic. It is significant danger. And I have just one more question from you. You know, I mean, I agree on corporate crimes and FISA stuff, even with Democrats, that we need to do a better job. One more question for you. Do you believe that, you know, you talk about rights to vote, but do you believe that only U.S. citizens should be voting in this election and doing anything to make sure that only eligible people vote in elections? Yes and yes. Okay, I would like to see that what you do. Thank you. You'll he says it, but I highly doubt it. That's but yeah, says. Miss Sparks like just completely <clears throat> obliterated it. And, and yeah. he acted like he was all confused, like, yeah. what is she saying? He sure did blink a lot the first time she said, I'm sure you're a good guy. He's like, yeah. Well, he's definitely not a good guy, and he doesn't give a shit. And he knows the agenda, at least a lower level of it. We know it's compartmentalized, but he is part of the problem. He has weaponized the DOJ against American citizens, and he's not going to stop. I mean, you remember the first months of the Biden administration. What did they do? They went after... They went after mothers and fathers who were going to school board meetings because the teachers union decided that that was dangerous and they were scared. Yeah, they considered them terrorists. They were on the terrorist yep. watch list. And if you think that's still not happening, it is. We need to Pull, be They pulled present. FBI agents off of actual cases of drug trafficking and human trafficking to go after these parents who were showing up to school board meetings reciting the Constitution. Unbelievable, dude. So <sighs> there, there's a lot coming down with the Department of Justice. I say that, uh, you know, 
each state has their own Department of Justice, and that that's all we need. We we don't need a federal Department of Justice unless you're going to investigate crimes of Congress. And, and you know, I, I think that's one of my biggest problems with the country, with the formulation of the United States of America, because the Supreme Court has a role, and this role is constitutionality. That whatever any bill or executive order or anything is proposed, or whenever a congressman does something that's unconstitutional, or when anybody ever does anything that's unconstitutional, it's the role of that Supreme Court to come in and say, hey, you can't do that. Uh-uh, no, 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 you can't do that. That's the role of the Supreme Court. But instead, they just sit back and collect the paycheck and come into session every six months. And, and see, we need more oversight and action on our government. We need more spying on our government. What I mean by that is more censorship of our government statements, because most of the stuff that they put out is disinformation and misinformation. We need more eyes on our government, watchdogs to watch what they're doing, to get the documents that they're trying to the, the hide. Right. We need yeah. massive transparency, accountability. The government accountability office doesn't do shit for accountability. They look at financial accountability. And this is why year after year after year, there's billions of dollars missing within the Pentagon. Well, you just can't keep track of it. It's on an Excel spreadsheet and it's hundreds of thousands, if not millions of pages long. Well, maybe it's time to upgrade that technology with the trillions of dollars of money that they're getting in taxpayer dollars a year. Oh, trust me. They could do it. Oh, I know they could. You know they could. I know they could. Everybody knows they could. They're now, missing there was, money. They know where it goes. Some people do. Right. Now, there was some interesting things that actually happened today. So the House Financial Services Committee advanced the National Security, Financial Privacy, and Anti-CBDC legislation to the House for full consideration. What does this mean? The House Financial Services Committee has passed a resolution to turn into a bill that's going to potentially ban CBDC, central bank digital currencies. It'll ban the Federal Reserve from creating a central bank digital currency. Cool. Yeah. There's a lot of other stuff in there as well, but I, I think it, and none of it is good. None of it really is anything that we want. But I think that it's important to note that that happened today because that could stop, kill instantly central bank digital currencies. On another note, the Department of Health and Human Services announces to officially block the Wuhan Institute of Virology from receiving U.S. funding for the next 10 years as more evidence points to COVID-19 pandemic leaking out of a Chinese lab. 10 evidence years? Pointing to, yeah, only 10 years. But you know what that means is that there's now Wuhan Institute of Virology 2 right down the street that is receiving the funding. That's all that happens, guys. They just they shake hands and say, hey, take all those scientists and put them over at that institution over there, and that's the one that's going to get the funding now. Yeah, they'll do what they need to to keep the ball rolling, but uh, I guess this is kind of good news. It doesn't solve everything at all, but okay. Well, how about this? It, it's, it's, it's mere misdirection. Hmm. And the reason I say it's misdirection because the Department of Health and Human Services shouldn't be determining who gets funding for their department. That's Congress's job. Ta where taxpayer money goes is taxpayer's job, is, is Congress's job. Secondly, we should not be giving any money whatsoever, zero dollars, zilch, nada, to any foreign country for, yeah. for biological research. Why are we giving... Foreign countries, universities, millions, if not billions of dollars. You know why is the real well, fake reason they tell people is because, well, we want to protect you guys against any illnesses that come up, you know, viruses and stuff. We're protecting you. It, 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 it's atrocious and it, it is absolute bullshit. We, it, and see, that's the slight, that's the misdirection. Hey, it's a win, guys. HHS has banned all the funding, the, the Wuhan Institute of Virology, headline news, bing, bing, yeah, bing, nothing bing, to see bing, here. bing, nothing to see here. Why are we giving money to foreign universities to research bioweapons? Oh, you're not supposed to know that. Yeah. Gov you know what government is, Vince? If you could, if you hmm. could, if you could wrap up government in one word, what would it be? Nah. I, I don't know. I would call it a racket. Hmm. The money-making scheme. It's all it is. 
And and here's the other echelon of the money-making scheme. This is the Secretary General of the United Nations. Listen to what he has to say. Our focus here is on climate solutions, and our task is urgent. Humanity has opened the gates of hell. Ooh. Our focus here is on climate solutions, and our task Say is urgent. Say that again. Urgent. Humanity has opened the gates of hell. Humanity has opened the gates of hell. You know, th that's a really interesting statement coming from Secretary General of the United Nations, hmm. specifically on September 20th, 2023. After the episode we did last night talking about September 23rd. Uh, and I, I just find it interesting that we're talking about a satanic Luciferian cabal and they're out there, some of their top members in great political positions are talking about humanity has opened the gates of hell. Maybe he's telling us straight up what they've done. Maybe, huh? I, I wouldn't put it past this creepy wonderland. Yep. Creepy. Biden has launched the American Climate Corps to mobilize young people to the front lines of clean energy and crime, climate resilience. Ah, you know what this, you know, preying on what, children again. You know what this reminds me of? Hitler Youth. Nah, there you go. Hitler Youth. The American Absolutely. Climate Corps targeting young people is mm -hmm. the Hitler Youth. Why They're do they target be, young people? They'll be walking around with brown shirts with a little band and a symbol on it, a little eagle on their symbol. Yep. And they'll be walking around like, you can't smoke there. That's yep. hurting the climate. Oh, wait. Did you know they already do that in the UK? Really? So they have like, oh, they're, yeah. called, uh, they're called Merry Maids. I think they're called something like that. And they yeah, walk around and literally give you tickets for littering, for smoking, and for all these different things. And they have no power authority to do it whatsoever. I remember we covered that. And some guy was just like, yeah, whatever, F off and walked away. Nope. And he's like, I know my rights. You can't call, follow me in here. This is private property. Leave me alone. And got away with it. But yeah, that's insane. Well, that's what you're going to see coming to your streets. Indoctrinated mm -hmm. children, kids, the youth. Wearing their, their new uniforms, probably all black with white armbands, and they're going to be monitoring your cities, making sure that you're abiding to the climate agenda. India has issued a travel warning, told its citizens to avoid traveling to parts of Canada. Uh, what? Oh, yeah. Dude, this is so funny. Really? Why? It's Go back in time. Last week, Justin Trudeau was in India, right? Okay. His plane broke down on the tarmac. Remember this? Oh, yeah. Did it really break down? I don't know. Because immediately after, when he gets back to Canada, he accuses the Indian government of killing this, this high-level Canadian Indian sheik. Oh, do you think they were India comes out. India comes out and says, no, we didn't. And Canada, Justin Trudeau issues a travel warning to India because of terrorism. Yep. India's response is India issues a travel warning and told the citizens to avoid traveling the parts of Canada. And this is ramping up between India and Canada. Something happened at that meeting. I bet they were twisting his arm. Something happened. The plane didn't break down, people. Something Maybe happened. Not. Juicy. I didn't even make that connection. See, this is why we do the Daily Dose, Josh. I appreciate that. Wow. Well, then there's also this. Hmm. India is a BRICS nation. Yes, it is. Canada is a Western globalist nation. Mm. Could this be the first rise of actual political conflict between the BRICS and the West? A bit, yeah. I mean, it's a part of it. Is it going to be the domino that really makes it go? Maybe, but mm -hmm. it's not good. It's adding add it to the list of the turmoil going on in the world right now. Gosh. <clears throat> now, this is interesting. So um, the Japanese 10-year yield... Mm. Um, is not doing too good. Down 2% for the day. Mm -hmm. Okay. There's more to this story right now. Basically, what's happening is our two-year yield, our two-year mm -hmm. yield here in the United States spiked again today. Okay, spikes in the two-year yield usually happen if there's a glitch, highly unlikely, or if the, pet, the Fed is pumping money to, to basically stabilize the market. So the Fed came out today and decided not to do anything with interest rates to leave them neutral. We will have more rate hikes before the end of the year, okay? 
the Sunday we had the two year, uh, the two year, uh, ugh, complete mindfuck. The two year yield drop and then spike back up. Today we see it spike again. Um, this is indications of financial instability within the markets, and that we could see something really coming very, very soon. And then at the rates. same time, right <laughs> at the same time, the Japanese ten year yield is doing very, very similar movements, which is not good. That brings you in the next part that Japanese go on gold buying spree as price inflation runs rampant. Uh, with price inflation running rampant in Japan, the sudden surge in demand, along with the devaluation of the yen, has driven the price of gold to record highs in yen terms. The yen fell sharply against the dollar this year as decades of easy money finally caught up with the Bank of Japan. The Japan currency recently rose uh, at 146.5 yen per dollar. The central bank managed to print yen for decades, but as it always does, monetary inflation has now reared its ugly head in the form of price inflation. According to the Financial Times, a sudden rush into gold and the rise of retail gold prices in Japan was part of the rapid shift in household attitudes to risk of years of deflation that were given away to rising consumer prices. And we've talked about Japan's problem. Japan's problem is that Japan receives massive subsidies from the United States government to hold military bases there. The way Japan pays for this military support, and what I mean by subsidies is that basically Japan sells their bonds to print more money to all the corporations and the people of their country, but at 0% interest. So you're never going to make any money on them, but you have to buy them to have a corporation in Japan. They take that money they raise from the bond sellings and they buy U.S. bonds, but they're getting 2 to 3% back over a 10-year period. They take the profits from those bonds, they buy the U.S. bonds, and that's how they pay for the defense, the U.S. defense, to actually be in Japan. And this has really crippled their economy in the sense of, of, of how it operates, as well as you have declining um, uh, population in Japan. The older are getting older and retiring, and there's not enough youth to refill the market. And uh, Japan is going to have a severe crisis very, very soon here in the sense of how their economy operates, their government operates, to the point where I think that you could see, and I, I call this Six, six to eight months ago, that Japan will probably be one of the first nations with full global economic collapse or the Great Reset. Or the catalyst. Yeah. Yep. And with the Japanese citizens out there buying up all the gold that they can buy up, that's a clear indication. So uh, Donald Trump, Donald Trump Jr.'s Twitter X account had been hacked today. Yeah, that's something. We got to be careful. Yep. Yeah. He came out and said that his father had died. He called Joe Biden a stupid ass blankety blank. He said North Korea is about to get smoked. Yep, that's why you can't trust anything you see, folks. Yep. It's been recovered, I believe, though. Yeah, it, it has been recovered, but it's just be careful with your Twitter passwords. Uh, by the way, talking on India and in Canada, they have expelled yeah. each other's diplomats. So they have cleared their embassies, got rid of their diplomats from each country. And by the way, that is typically a prelude to war. Now, I don't think that Canada would do very much against India, just FYI. I think that's highly unlikely. But uh, the fact that they're removing their diplomats, they're at this uh, travel warning between each other. Imagine that if World War III started not between the United States and Russia and China and Taiwan or any of that stuff, but Canada and India. The two most neutral countries that we've seen in such a long time. Man. Yeah, that wouldn't be on my bingo card. Yep. So in, in June, we had FedNow going live. Remember this? Mm -hmm. So this is paving the way for a central bank digital currency. And we, we've talked about this, and, and FedNow really has been out of the news since it went live, but we've had massive adoption by um, eight different large banks in the United States of the FedNow system. Every single one of your transactions, your deposits, your ACHs, your transfers, everything is going through the FedNow system right now, which means the federal government is monitoring and tracking everything that you do. So it, it's, it's understanding that this is the prerequisite foundational system that has been put in place to establish the base for central bank digital currencies, the tracking, the monitoring, the blockchain analysis, 
and the yeah. integration over long periods of time. 2025 yeah. is that time frame of when we're going to see central bank digital currencies, unless that bill can actually pass the House. Yep, they do not want cash. Yep. And John Kidd said, crypto boom coming. I do believe crypto boom is coming, but that's going to be in 2024. You got 2024 is when you're going to see a crypto boom. And it's going to be about right before the election time frame is when you're going to see that. Because first, we have to have an economic collapse. U.S. housing uh, home sales are headed for the largest slowdown since 2011, according to Fannie Mae. I just talked about this yesterday. Go ahead, Vince. No, nobody wants to pay the interest rates unless they have cash. They're not buying. Yep. Exactly. Nobody wants to pay the interest rates. The interest rates are way too high. And that's why I said you're going to see infusions of privatized capital into the real estate market. Oh, I hope not. Lots of owner financing. I mean, think about this. is If you owned a house and you're financially secure and you don't need that money for retirement and you wanted to get rid of your house, you could do owner financing at 5%. Oh, yeah. And you're going to be making bank on a 30-year mortgage. You'll be making bank. Yeah. I mean, that's that's like, I, I mean, on a, a half a million dollar house, okay, mm-hmm. 5% over 30 years, you're looking at $1,250, $1,500 a month in just interest. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Yeah, uh, that, that's huge. And so I think what you're going to see with a lot of the real estate market is you're going to see a lot of these people that are financially okay uh, move towards owner financing as well as privatized capital coming in at, uh, you know, under you know, under uh, betting the bank rate that we're seeing right now of 75 to 8.5%. And it's totally, you could do that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-oh. Hey, we're going to take a, a quick break with story time with Kamala Harris. Let's, uh, let's tune into what Kamala Harris has to say. You know, that old story about the two frogs in the pots of water. Okay. So here, no, you're a good storyteller. I'm going to tell you a quick story. So two frogs and two pots of water. So in one pot of water, you drop the frog in and you slowly turn up the heat. And that frog would be like, oh, it's getting a little warm in here. And then that water starts to boil and that frog perishes. In the other pot of water, you turn up the heat to the point it's boiling. You drop the frog in it, it'll jump right out. Let's not be that first frog. Is she warning you? Did she yes. just did she just send a warning to you? Let's not be <laughs> that first like frog. Don't Let's not be that first frog with government tyranny. And now replace the hot water with government tyranny. Exactly. You're that first frog. Ooh, ooh, One ooh, thing ooh, at a time. Ooh. Yep. It's just what well, it's, it's what's that meme going around where it's like starting in from the scam demic. It's like it's just a mask. It's just a shot. It's just another shot. I just had a knock. I think there's a deer outside. Oh. Um, on the well, back of the anyway. Yeah, well, yeah. you're right. Is and is that I, it's just a phone? mask. It's just a vaccine. Go ahead, go. Go ahead, Vince. Go. I'll hold down the fort. Let's uh let's listen to what Matt Gates had to say to uh AG Garland today. Devin Archer told us that Hunter sold the appearance of access to then Vice President Biden. Are you confident he has stopped doing that? I'm sorry, I didn't understand the question. Hunter Biden associate Devin Archer told us that Hunter sold the appearance of access to then Vice President Biden. Are you confident he has stopped? I'm going to say again that all these matters are within the purview of Mr. Weiss. I have not interfered with them, and yeah, I do if not. If you were confident that he had stopped, you could. And I do not intend to interfere with it. I want to. You know, isn't it interesting in the sense of how he says this? Is that, oh, well, the, the special investigator, the special counsel, it's, it's in his hands, out of mind. See why they, they, they appointed the special investigator in the first place? Because it gives them plausible deniability when they are summoned in front of Congress, subpoenaed in front of Congress to answer questions. And so Devin Archer told us a hunter sold the appearance of access to, the vice, uh, to, to then Vice President Biden. Are you confident he has stopped? And he says, these matters are within the purview of Mr. Weiss. If you were confident he had stopped, you could probably just tell us, but he knows that by saying that he would perjure himself, especially if they knew. 
So apparently the FBI has lost count of how many paid informants were at the Capitol on January 6th and later performed an audit to figure out the exact number according to an ex-FBI official. So we have so many paid informants, they lost track of the number. Uh, these are known as confidential human sources or CHSs, ran by different FBI field offices to the present day. Uh, so one informant was communicating with FBI handler, and as he entered the Capitol, according to Stephen D'Antuano, formerly in charge of the Bureau's Washington field office, D'Antuano has testified behind closed doors at Congress Judiciary Committee that his office was aware before the riot that some of their informants would attend the Stop the Steal rally thrown by President Donald Trump, but he only learned after the fact that informants run by other field offices also were present, along with others who had participated on their own accord. You know, you got to wonder. Like, you're going to have this big old rally in Washington, D.C., and the Fed, like, puts on their suits. They're like, okay, guys, you guys ready? Let's go to this rally. Let's let's collect intelligence on American citizens. The deer had to say hi? I don't know what it was, dude. Scary. Hmm. Haunting, maybe. But, you know, when we start looking at that situation here, yeah. it goes back to the weaponization of the government of what uh, Ms. Starks was saying in the sense that people are afraid of their own government. People, and that's what the government wants. The government wants you afraid of them. You know, when the, when the government fears the people, there is freedom. When the people fear the government, there is tyranny. And people 100%. fear the government. Yep. I don't fear the government. But here's the thing. <clears throat> is we have to know who we are. We have to say no. We have to express our constitutional rights. It's a very dangerous time right now to be alive, to be speaking the things that we're speaking. And the yeah. reason being is because the propagation of the narrative that is coming out right now, that is the true disinformation and misinformation, is yes. the really the false information that is leading this world in the globalism and trying to destroy the United States of America, is coming from the heart of the government. So when you oppose that narrative with something with that much power, you better be watch out because it oh. could come back on you. Oh, look exactly. at Donald Trump. Oh, look at Donald Trump and look at all the violence that they encourage, uh, the summer of love and BLM and all this stuff. This is all psychological warfare and social destabilization. It's part of their plan and they're violent. But they flip the script and say, oh, no, you're violent. Mm -hmm. No, we all know the truth. I ain't stopping, dude. So this is actually pretty great. The Oil and Gas Workers Association with over 47,000 members, has came out and endorsed Donald Trump in 2024. Removed, they moved away from DeSantis the day he unveiled his energy plan in Texas and had now endorsed Donald Trump. I mean, this is kind of a told-you-so moment. This is good. Cool. Mm -hmm. James Wood today on Twitter, the true enemy of American of America is the Republican Party, surprisingly. The Democrats will always complain, grift, cheat, and gleefully ignore the law. Who will stop then? In a real two-party system, it would be the Republicans. But if they are weak, knuckle-toast losers who do nothing but talk. And he's spot on. This is exactly what I've been saying. Yeah. And, and uh, Gen Go ahead. Flynn. No, no, no. General Flynn said, he said, real James Wood, you always beat me to the punch. The GOP needs to wake up, find their spine, stand up straight, and start speaking up. And more important, start acting um, and do something. Uh, we are rapidly losing our country to these progressive globalist Marxists. And here's the thing, General Flynn, that maybe you don't understand. We're not losing our country to these radical progressive globalist Marxists. That is the government. That is A.G. Garland. That is Mayorkas. That is Christopher Ray. That is the Democrat Party. That is portions of the Republican Party. Because oh, guess yeah. what? They are being paid off in the backdrop. They are being promised gifts. They are complete and alive. Mitch McConnell is a problem. And people need to understand this. Yeah, and I'm glad General Flynn came out and spoke up. And James Woods, who has a big voice on the internet, is coming out and saying the truth there. You say this to some people who are awake, and they're like, oh, come on, Republicans are great. What are you talking about? Not my party. It's like, bro, I think you need to take another red pill. All right? Tune into Daily Dose. Shoot into Coffee. I'm telling you. Look at the facts. Anyway. Do you uh, know what would be? Yeah the greatest move of all time for the 2024 election. No. Imagine mm -hmm. before the cutoff date, Donald Trump announces the creation of a new political party. 
that might be good, and it gets people from both sides. Create, hear me out. Okay. Creation okay, of ahead. a new political party, of where he's going to run from president under this new political party. How many people would flock towards it? Probably everybody who voted for him the first time and more. How many candidates would flock towards it? Tons. So what do we have here? We have the death of the Republican Party, quite literally. And if you kind of look at Donald Trump's moves, isn't that really what he's doing? He's not going to the GOP debates. The GOP, the RNC has said that they don't care about Donald Trump. They're not going to get behind him. They're not going to back him. And I'm telling you, if he did that, if he created his own political party and he came up and said, hey, they don't want me to run as a Republican, fine, we'll create our own political party. Immediately, you would probably have 30, 40, 50, 60 million people signing up for this new political party. I guarantee you would have an exodus from the Democrat, Libertarian, and the Republican Party into this new party. The MAGA party. The MAGA party. Imagine that. I I'm telling you, that, that I think that that could be a move that could be done. <clears throat> and you know what it does as well is when you have 100 million new people sign up for the MAGA party and then how do you if, – if you have a state, for instance, oh, right, yeah. that's 50-50 Republican Democrat mm -hmm. and all of a sudden you get the MAGA party and now there's 5 million new people in the state, wait, if, they, if, they're, if that person is registering the MAGA party now, how do we still have that 2 million people surplus in the Democrat and the Republican party? Doesn't make sense. So they'd have to clean up those roles. I'm telling you that that could be a tactic that could be used. I think so. Mm, that would be interesting. Oh, that'd man. be cool. Yeah, unfortunately, the Constitution Party, the Libertarian Party, they're, they're just not the. They just can't do it. So it's a total free for all in Eagle Pass right now. Mass illegal crossings taking place for over an hour and a half, almost two years to the day. We saw 15,000 Haitians under the bridge in Del Rio. And now we have thousands of predominantly Venezuelans gathering under the Eagle Pass bridge, uh, getting ready to uh, cross over. And this was interesting because Elon Musk actually came out and tweeted this. Strange, there's almost no legacy media coverage of this. About 2 million people from every country on earth are entering through the U.S. southern border every year. The number is rising rapidly, yet no preventive action is being taken by the current administration. Whoa, Elon, shots fired. Careful, that's how you get canceled. Yeah. <laughs> Good. We can't cancel Elon. This is one of the biggest problems for our country right now. He'll put opinion. a chip in your brain. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He will. Well, that, I mean, there you go today. The first uh, human being approved to have the Neuralink chip installed inside their brain was approved today. Yep. This is for their uh, anat anatomical function and their ability to not be disabled anymore, which is one of their prime focuses. But who knows? The, this rabbit hole of where this is going to lead is one mm -hmm. that I do not want to be. I don't want to be a cyborg. I don't want to be involved with it. Uh, I do not like this technology progress with AI and with brain chips and with, you know, uh, I just want to go back to the good old days. The good old days of what? AOL? Less technology, yeah. Or just, I could do without the internet. I know it's not not feasible. It's not, not going to happen, but this is tech, man worries me this tech how about this let me um let me show you a trailer mm -hmm. this is this is the show feed on amazon prime okay and i highly recommend people go watch this this is a crazy show but it's showing you the world that can come forth with what elon musk is doing imagine every human on earth connected in thought, in feeling. Yeah, that's me. In real time. She's here. Can you see her? Beatrice Murray. Welcome to The Feed, where our shared experience... It's just an enhancement. Show me. ...is now a reality. Something's wrong. I feel off. They think her feed did something to her brain. 
world needs this technology. Millions are in danger. The feed is causing erratic, violent behavior. Every system is susceptible to viruses. Everything is under control. What made you do that? I don't know. Your safety is of the utmost importance to us. Importance to us. They're coming! Importance to us. Importance to us. In the wrong hands, it could tear us apart. That's Neuralink. Yeah. Well, that's what's going to happen to society. It's going to get it's going to get a virus. People are going to get infected with a computer virus. It's going to affect consciousness. It's going to affect, uh, affect neural development. You're going to have yeah. a whole new string of new diseases. Yeah. And they said in the end there, it, uh, you know, in the wrong hands, it could be disastrous or whatever the quote was. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody in the chat also said that. And uh, Jason. And um, it's true. But what do you think is going to happen? There's going to be wars over this technology. There's going to be good and evil fighting over the control of this stuff. It's not just like, oh, don't worry. This is a good person. They're going to be fine. No, the potential for it to go either way or both ways or cycle through is just, it's there. And that's scary. But well, what can we do? For anybody who watched the David Icke interview today, he actually talked about this. And he says that our current reality is actually that. Is that there's an overlayer on top of our current reality. Hmm that is suppressing our consciousness into this matrix augmented virtual reality. Wow. And I think that there's a lot of truth in that. And that, um, you know, that shows like this are uh, talking about technological progression of implementing things inside of us. Um, but in actuality, that is the current prison that we're already in is that there's external suppression of our consciousness, of our mind, of our thoughts, the influences onto our body, our senses, and that has a great deal of effect upon our behaviors, our actions, and our perceptions. Absolutely. Yep. All right. So NATO fractures. In a U-turn, Poland announces it'll no longer arm Ukraine. The dam is breaking on the United Western support for Ukraine. The timing couldn't be any worse for Zelensky. Given tomorrow is expected to meet with President Biden at the White House. And Wednesday evening, there's a monumental news out that Poland, which could potentially change the entire course of the war, war. Poland will no longer arm Ukraine to focus on its own defense. Polish Prime Minister Matsuo Mirowski announced that just after hours after the Warsaw summoned Ukraine's ambassador related to the fresh uh, war of words and spat over blocked grain, according to the AFP, Warsaw has throughout uh, throw uh, throw out more than a year and a half throughout the more than a year and a half of the Ukraine war between Kiev's most staunchest and outspoken supporter. Uh, what's happening is, remember, Ukraine came out the other day and they blamed Poland and a whole bunch of other NATO countries for blocking grain exports out of Ukraine. Well, now Poland's saying, "Well, f you, Ukraine, we're not giving you anything anymore," and are pulling out of arming Poland or arming Ukraine with armament. And this was kind of doing it through proxy. The U.S. was going to Poland, and Poland was going to Ukraine. This is one of the main reasons why they wanted um, uh, Progrosian and Wagner Group in Belarus, in Belarus to start shit with Poland, because then Poland would have to start defending their own territory and wouldn't be able to give up the military armaments to Ukraine, as well as you have a front line on there. So kind of interesting how this is all panning out, but it's all ge- a geopolitical mess right now. So it's, it really is. What else we got today? Crown Prince uh, Mohammed bin Salam said in an exclusive Fox News interview published Wednesday that Saudi Arabia will obtain nuclear weapons if the number one regional rival does so first. So if Iran gets nuclear weapons, so will Saudi Arabia. Which means they're this close. I mean... Mm-hmm. Or they have them. They just haven't <laughs> disclosed it. Well, I'm pretty yeah. sure they have them. Yeah. Uh, now, going into this, destabilization in the Middle East is one of the things that we've talked about with the Firestorm event. Yeah. Uh, even being potentially the catalyst for the Firestorm um, kind of kicking off with the sequential events that all happened one after another. Uh, violence has erupted in Yerevan. 
Large rallies have continued in the Armenian capital with protesters demanding that Prime Minister Nikolov Pashinyan's government step down. So the Armenian people are now telling their own government to step down. And you got to remember, Azerbaijan and Armenia are in a conflict. Azerbaijan started uh, attacking them yesterday. And now the people are calling for their own government to step down. Things got to be really bad over there in Armenia. It's horrible. And they have a history of genocide and wars. So uh, this is not good. Yep. So the United Nations must adapt to the new world, according to the Kremlin. The globe is undergoing dramatic changes, and the organization must adapt to them, according to President Putin's uh, spokesman. The existing system of international law is floundering, while the modern world is plagued by an array of conflicts, uh, according to Dmitry Peskov. He uh, made the remarks in an interview with the Russian Times Arabic on Wednesday, calling upon the UN to adapt to the changing world. It is evident that the world is currently undergoing dramatic tectonic changes. Changes are underway. This requires a certain adaption on the part of the United Nations, first of all, um, of its main body, the Security Council. And he goes on to say, it is too early to talk about this yet thus far. The main body of the UN, we have no other. And in the current situation, when the whole body is riddled with conflicts, when international law is trampled upon, with economic relations, the system of Bretton Woods relations are de facto collapsing. I don't think we can say that we'll be able to create some other system. This is simply impossible. Now, this is interesting because Russia is leading the way for the BRICS or what I would call the Eastern World Order to rise up, while the Western World Order is rising up. And the United Nations is, is really not even in the crosshair. They're on line with the Western Global Order. Um, and yeah. we've seen a lot of divergence from the BRICS nations along with Agenda 2030 and everything like that, even though they're they're sustaining their own course on this, which is, I, I, find, I find it okay. But a latching on to national sovereignty is what I see that China, Russia, and all of those other countries have in common with uh, the methodologies that they're utilizing within the BRICS nations. And yeah. I this is moving more and more towards a kinetic conflict between the BRICS and the Western global order to where you're going to have axes and allies. Pretty much. I agree with that sentiment there, that analysis. Yep. Absolutely. It reminds me of, uh, by the way, the changes black Sabbath. Well, how about this changes? <clears throat> this is a uh, former uh, New Zealand prime minister. Let's listen to what she has to say. This week, we launched an initiative alongside companies and nonprofits to help improve research and understanding of how a person's online experiences are curated by automated processes. This will also be important in understanding more about mis- and disinformation online, a challenge that we must, as leaders, address. Sadly, I think it's easy to dismiss this problem as one in the margins. I can certainly understand the desire to leave it to someone else. As leaders, we're rightly concerned that even the most light-touch approaches to disinformation could be misinterpreted as being hostile to the values of free speech that we value so highly. But while I cannot tell you today what the answer is to this challenge, I can say with complete certainty that we cannot ignore it. To do so poses an equal threat to the norms we all value. After all, how do you successfully end a war if people are led to believe the reason for its existence is not only legal, but noble? How do you tackle climate change if people do not believe it exists? How do you ensure the human rights of others are upheld when they are subjected to hateful and dangerous rhetoric and ideology? Listen to what she just says here. Listen to this. Believe the reason for its existence is not only legal, but after all, how do you successfully end a war if people are led to believe the reason for its existence is not only legal, but noble? How do you end a war when people believe that it's... Um, how about this? Wars are bad, bitch. There you go. Wow, what a novel we idea. Should, yeah, wars are bad. We shouldn't be going to war. Okay, what's next? How do you tackle climate change if people do not believe it exists? It doesn't. It's completely manipulated science. But okay. How do you ensure the human rights of others are upheld when they are subjected to hateful and dangerous rhetoric and ideology? Human rights have nothing to do with rhetoric and ideology. True. Uh, come on now. 
how are our human rights going to be upheld by rhetoric and ideology? The idea that human rights are contained within rhetoric and ideology is a delusion in itself. Oh my, this is just fucking horrible. The weapons may be different, but the goals of those who perpetuate them is often the same. To cause chaos and reduce the ability of others to defend themselves, to disband communities, to collapse the collective strength of countries who work together. But we have an opportunity here to ensure that these particular weapons of war do not become an established part of warfare. Weapons of war. Remember what she just said there? That contesting climate change, speaking out against a trans ideology, calling for a war to end, those are all weapons of war. Having a difference of opinion is a weapon of war, is what she just said. In these times, I'm acutely aware of how easy it is to feel disheartened. We are facing many battles on many fronts, but there is cause for optimism because for every new weapon we face, there is a new tool to overcome it. For every attempt to push the world into chaos is a collective conviction to bring us back to order. We have the means. We just need the collective will. Oh my goodness. Wow. What did I hear there at the end? Order out of chaos and collective will, altruism. Um, can anybody say communism? She's creepy. She's not even an elected official or anything either. She's just out there. Mm -hmm. One of these globalists, just a normal person. Yeah. Why don't they let you into government? Why don't they let me into government? It's all these people or these NGOs or just these influential individuals. It's all big scams. You're not on board with their agenda, Vince. Right. I might say something stupid. You, you might say something stupid. All right. So that. earthquake strikes Egypt after Dutch oh. seismologist's prediction. So wow. Dutch seismologist Frank Hugerbeet predicted seismic activity in the Mediterranean region would occur between September 19th and 21st, including a possible seven magnitude quake. An earthquake with a magnitude of 4.4 in the Richter scale struck Egypt on early Wednesday morning. Uh, this comes days after the latest forecast published by Dutch seismologist Frank Hugerbeet, who predicted seismic activity in the Mediterranean region between September 15th and 17th and the 19th and 21st. He said he, the tremors may be felt from Paine, Portugal, and Morocco. And this is the same guy who months ago predicted the earthquake in Turkey and elsewhere. Wow. Why aren't scientists like giving this dude like a Nobel Prize on being able to predict predict earthquakes guys this is kind of funny so everybody's wondering about the f-35 freighter jet that crashed if there's any eyewitnesses well we have an eyewitness and, and i want you to listen to what he has to say uh in the bathroom taking a shave and i heard a, a screeching saw that between a screech and a whistle i said what in the world is this and i heard a boom in the whole house show. White says he didn't realize it was a plane at the time, so he didn't call anybody. <laughs> I love that video. Between a screech and a whistle. Yeah! Oh, the meme potential with that is high. Yeah. All right, guys. I want to give a big thank you to everybody who's uh, donated tonight in the Battle of the Streams. Get her done. Donated five lemons. Princess Little Eight, three ice cream. Shannon, 13, 13, 10 lemons. Thank you so much. Get her done. Princess Little Eight and Shannon. Grandma, five revolt, three lemons. Love the beach, two ice creams. U Town, three, six, nine, five lemons. RPG, 3573, one diamond. Grandma, five revolt. Love the beach, U Town, three, six, nine. RPG, 3573. Thank you so much. And Shannon, 13, 13, six lemons. Thank you guys for all those donations. Don't forget to head on over to our website, redpills.tv. Check us out there. Uh, there's ways to support us on. On that website as well as our sponsors and affiliates that we work with dr kirk elliott phd the prime sponsor of this show getgoldtoday.com if you guys want to get those iras 401ks transferred over into gold and silver if you want to create an ira or if you just need some gold and silver bullion go ahead and give them a call um and then get it taken care of because i'm telling you gold and silver is going to boom and when it does you do not want to be left behind with all of that uh that's all we have for you tonight tomorrow night uh tune in we got the after dark q a after tomorrow's show there's a zoom every night on socialredpill.com so every night right after this show socialredpill.com you can join up for free you can join up with a subscription if you get the subscription you can join in on the zooms nightly um seems that uh 
good crowds are in there these days. I was in there last night, just said hi. Uh, but check it out. Much love, respect. God bless you guys. You guys all take care. Have a great night. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Good night. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me eye patch the game. <laughs> I, say it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's, a, it's collusive. It's, uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And, uh, you know, that's the beginning of communism.